Welcome to the Grace-Filled and Graceful podcast, where we go from chaos to confirmation, confusion to clarity, and self-conscious to confident when building your online business using your God-given strengths. I'm Jennifer Emanuel, and inside we're creating full-time fulfilling income in a way that feels great to our souls. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back. This is Jen. I'm happy that you're here. And today we're going to be talking a little bit more in depth into our season three of Gracefield and Graceful. I promised when we started the um, this season that we're going to be talking about some things that are like pre-confirmation. And so if you're familiar with my Answering the Call program, it's a three steps to really take what you believe God has put on your heart to grow in an online business and holding it up by, uh, by God's truth. And the three steps are confirmation, clarity, and confidence. And so I have spoken several times on the podcast about a confirmation and how through my 20 plus years of building a business through all of, through many of life's periods of time, like pre-marriage, marriage, expecting a baby, new baby, you know, all of life's little benchmarks. And the thing that always affected me the most positively, because wouldn't you agree sometimes when you are building a, building a business, sometimes you feel like you're just taking swings in the dark, right? You have, you get really great at knowing yourself and, and, you know, by making mistakes, you are learning what, what does work and what doesn't work. And hopefully we're putting those two together and what does work and doesn't work for you. And the moments that I appreciated most uh, so far in my history of building businesses is when I have just a moment of confirmation or something that I did or said or thought. A lot of times it was just thought, maybe a, um, an idea that I was going to be bringing into fruition. Somebody that I really respected or uh, somebody that was maybe further along their journey than me, I would be sitting at their feet learning from them and they would say exactly the thought that I had. And like I said, I always took that as a as a confirmation from God, like, okay, you're, you're on the right track. Keep going. And so confirmation is the first step in the process of answering the call that I, that I, that I facilitate. So I'm going to start today's talk with a story. And I have been, um, I don't know about you, but I, I look around on the podcasts to see what kind of good stuff I can fill my head with because I know that what I put in will eventually come out and I try to make it um, true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy. And so I kind of scroll around on the podcasts and I found a podcast this morning and I'll put it in the show notes and let her know that I, um, I'm sending people her way. Remember at the beginning of uh, the second season, I had said that I was going to try to train, change things up a little bit in the podcast, mainly because as a solopreneur at this point, I wanted to make sure I was effectively using my time. And as much fun as I had with season one and throwing some fun things into the podcast, at least things that I thought were fun, um, <laughs> if we're going to do something, I might as well have fun with it. Uh, I decided to shorten the podcast. And really, it was to keep keep it simple. It, it wasn't um, a strategy any more fancy than that. Was I was trying to um, put into action some thoughts that I had from some other teachers about 
the most simple thing way you can do something is going to be the best. And so I shorten the podcast. Well, I was listening to another um, podcaster. Her name is Stephanie Gass, and she has a podcast about building podcasts. And um, she she is a Christian, which is the main reason why I wanted to hear from her. And wouldn't you know, she had. In podcast, she's podcast five hundred nineteen. So she is more experienced than me at this. At this point, she um, had uh, three easy hacks to shorten your podcast episode length. And I listened to it, and I think it's like ten or fifteen minutes long. And I was like, oh my goodness! Like all of the things that she explained about having a shorter podcast made so much sense. I received that like confirmation. Just that the whole idea of confirmation. Just it just lightens the load and makes my my soul sing. So I wanted to share that with you. This season, we're kind of talking about the step right before uh, or right when we're starting into the confirmation journey. And uh, today, I promise that we're going to be talking about something called uh, what exactly is success. In my time growing business, I... And you'll, you'll probably have, uh, can probably agree with me on this. Success is different things to different people. Now, at the beginning, when I was very young, I was 23 and I was starting a direct selling business, I didn't really know what success would be for me. I think that it was success was going to be following the path, following those like little steps that they had set out for you. Because I didn't know, first of all, some people start businesses because they want to make money, and which is not a bad thing. I mean, you got to get paid for your time. But um, at that point, I was so young and so inexperienced with anything in life. I don't even know that making money was a top priority. <laughs> it really was all about the, the feeling of um, growth and uh, forward motion and um, gaining new experiences. So at that point, that was success to me. Um, Once I started to gain experience and I started to grow a business with customers and team members, um, then some priority shifted, uh, um, perspective shifted, and then um, success to me was reaching to the next um, next little benchmark that they had. So not just getting started following steps, but then reaching for the next big benchmark. And then as things started, you know, changing with life and family and, you know, future and how, what we foresee for ourselves, where we wanted to go, um, there's goal setting and vision boards and all of these things that are supposed to uh, create a a feeling of um, excitement and enthusiasm about your future, which on the surface level, I think seems really good. Um, but I, I think that I got too caught up in in chasing money. The the at that point, my goal was to be successful, as in bringing in a large income. Then several years ago, when things were changing because of I mean, there were a whole bunch of reasons if you go back and listen to that podcast, but but the thing that kind of brought it all together was the the lockdowns in uh, 2020, when uh, me and probably at least half, if not three quarters of the world, started to look at their lives and um, really try to get more focused on what, what really is important here, okay? 
kind of bottom lining it. And I think I've always been kind of a bottom line person, but the idea of like, okay, <laughs> and that was enough. What's, what's the bottom line here? And I did not have this thought. I'm going to be covering what uh, I think what the truth, uh, the truth is of what success is. Um, I'll be covering that at the very end. I'll kind of wrap up with it. So let's get started. Um, so I kind of talked about it. I have I kind of, I'm going to talk about the three, my three steps, my three journey steps that um, going back to when I first was working in business. So when my experience, I was growing my experience level and growing into the idea of goal setting and visualization for the future, um, I was led mainly by the world. Uh, just so happens that I was in, in an organization that um, had a structure that uh, had leaders. And I think as much as they wanted to keep um, God first and foremost, it really was me just learning from a bunch of people that were trying to figure it out themselves, and we're all people, and we're all in the world, okay? So as I was growing and learning and getting more experience, I was trying to learn from people that weren't necessarily like me. And what I mean by that is that they had different strengths. They were asked to do different things. Well, I should say this, they were asked to do the same things as me, but in different ways because they were different people and they were supposed to touch different lives. But we, um, the situation was such that I, I was so focused on the success that I wasn't paying attention, that it wasn't like how I was supposed to do it because of how God, what God was asking me to do. So there was stress, there was panic, there was the biggest over overarching umbrella statement was, what is wrong with me? Because I'm doing what I've been taught and I'm not getting the result. I'm not getting the success. Um, there was just so much of me trying to, I'm going to say the word this, I'm going to say manipulate it wasn't that I was manipulating other people. It was that I was trying to make things happen. I was trying to manipulate the results. And I've, I take great pride in the fact that I always work with honor and integrity and honesty. And I mean, I, if I didn't think somebody needed something, I wouldn't sell it to them. If, if I didn't think that it looked good on them, I would say, don't take that off. That doesn't look good. <laughs> so... I wanted to be in alignment with doing things the right way, but I still wanted to have the result. And so um, I was trying to hold on to things so tightly that my, you know, the white knuckle syndrome going on, there was no room left for God's blessing on it because he couldn't get his fingerprints on it, right? Um, then the second step was kind of the realignment of uh, when I was learning to let go of what it was I thought that I wanted. And I can just see God with like his, his sweet hands, like I'm holding on to this bar for dear life. And he's like, you know, swatting at my fingers, like let go, let go, let go. And you're like, I don't want to let go, I don't want to let go. So the realignment that I talk about in, in the past couple of years, um, it, it, I call it a hustle detox. And uh, it, there's withdrawal symptoms. <laughs> The first thing you notice is that there's a whole shift in what you find as a priority, a time shift. Um, I actually feel like I have more time instead of feeling like there's not enough time. There's not enough time. 
you know, I, I, I can't get enough time away from the kids or I have, um, I'm trying to delegate all kinds of things around my house, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I'm not saying delegation is bad. Um, I think it's very good, especially my, you know, my goal is to be able to employ as many people as possible because I think that I'm going to be, because I think that I am a great boss, a great, um, person for them to be around and see God work through me. I want, I want to touch people in that way. But I was looking at it like I'm not succeeding because there's just too many things I'm responsible for around here. And because of that, it's making me not succeed. And so I want to delegate this. I want to, I I felt like my time was so tight back then that I didn't, I had no time to do anything but work and then I never wanted to delegate anything having to do with my kids. So like I, you know, homework, I did all that with them. I, but I was so on edge and full of anxiety that even when I was with my kids, it, it wasn't enjoyable. Uh, I thought I had to work more because I wasn't getting the result. So in having the hustle detox, I found that there's a, it was quite a shift in time. I, I've, there was much more margin. I'm, I'm still able to work and turn it off. There's like a lay, a like overlay period where I actually can sit down and have a cup of tea and maybe read something enjoyable before, you know, the kids come home. I was just working from a place that was not honoring to God and, um, a place that was, like I said, too much um, trying to manipulate the situation. In the realignment, wrapping up that, I heard from one of the coaches I was working with at the time. She had talked about the boulders that are your priorities. So in the river of life, there are certain boulders that you put down that are immovable. So even when the rushes of water come down from the mountain in the spring, when the snow is melting, that these boulders that you put in the water never move. So your time with God, your exercise time, your time to prepare healthy food, your time to um, spend with your family, to get things done around the house, but then also to have fun, and your time with your spouse to maintain and Uh, allow that relationship to continue to flourish. These are all boulders that must not move. And then finally, wrapping up, we're getting to the answer of what is success. And I wanted to let you know that I did not come up with this myself. Uh, This was something that I heard more than likely on a podcast. I wish that I could tell you who told this to me, but it hit me like a stone wall. And it was, it was something that really helped me to finally let go of the results. And once I let go of that, when it came to growing an online business, using my spiritual strengths and doing it in a way that just aligned with who I am and what I've been asked to do, just added a whole new level of not only, um, feeling, like I wasn't being weighed down, but it just brought the sun in. It just brought the light in. And talk about simple. I had mentioned earlier, it's just uh, simplicity will win out every time when it comes in, when it comes to business. Um, but it is, it is much harder because we are in the world and the world uses lots of different measuring tools um, and measuring, measuring tools to measure success. And so here it is. Dun, da, da, da. Should I maybe cue some fun music <clears throat> to introduce this? 
Cue the fun music. Success is obedience. Now that might not have been what you expected, but I'm, uh, but in a way, when I heard that, I was almost like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. It doesn't feel the best, right? Because we want this to happen and we want it this way and we want it this by this time and this is what we want it to look like with our goal posters and our vision boards and our our five-year plans. But then once I let it silk in, it just brought this level of joy um, that is, was really unsurpassed in my 20-something years of, of business. And so what it takes is knowing when you're hearing from the Lord, which we covered last week, right? Um, things that you can feel inside, in your bones, to tell, is this from God or is this not from God? It takes being in a deeper relationship with them, with Him. And it's not like, it's not like a casual relationship, like you pass them in the grocery store and you say hi. This is a deep, the deepest level relationship in your life. And you can hear His voice when you're in that deep relationship. So bottom line is, the goal really is, for me to help you build an online business that is in alignment with your spiritual strengths. So what you've been asked to do reaches the people that need to hear it. But if I do nothing else in my 15 to 20 minutes with you, then to have that sentence, success is obedience, take root in your heart and your soul and your spirit to affect everything that it is that you're doing and growing your online business, answering the call, that he's been that he's put on your heart then i have i have experienced a tiny success in obedience and that excites me more than any amount of income could so to wrap up today why not take a piece of paper or a sticky note i have a lime green sticky note on my computer that says success is obedience and why not Put that around your house. I know I ask you to put a lot of things around your house, but really it does work. <laughs> it does work to help you remember more. Maybe stick it on the back of your phone. Maybe put it on the steering wheel, like where the horn is. Or put it um, put it by the microwave. Put it in someplace unexpected to help bring you back and realign yourself with what exactly success is. Wrapping up today, I would love to encourage you to do two things. And uh, following my my call is to get these words put into the ears and hearts and minds of those people that are supposed to hear it. And so I want to invite you to share this podcast with somebody that you love that would would be positively affected by this, that that would be thankful that they heard this message, that maybe they are looking for the answer for success in business as a Christian. And maybe they are experiencing confusion with, well, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and then I need to do this, and then I need to do this. And once I've got all this done, it's going to be success. And and then feeling the disappointment and the frustration that even if they get all those things done, there's just an unrest still in their soul. That they can grow an online business using their spiritual giftings, making an impact. But they can feel success moment to moment if they are connected with the Lord and obedient to what he's asking. And finally, the only way that I know if you are really liking the information that I'm putting out is if you comment um, on 
at least on, on Apple Podcasts, I know there's a place that you can comment, leave a message. Of course, you're welcome to email me. That's the, that's the easiest way to reach me, and that's in the show notes. But I would sure love to hear what you got, what how this affected you, what you'd love to hear more about. Because I am planning uh, season four after we wrap up the next seven or so uh, weeks with uh, season three. Hey, I wanted to give a shout out to all of the uh, countries that have joined us on the Gracefield and Graceful podcast. Like I said, please feel free to share this. You can share it anywhere if you have friends across the world. That's one of the beauties of podcasts is that there's lots of ears all over this world that can um, hear what it is that you've been asked to share. And so, uh, of course, the United States. Thank you, U.S. Um, next is um, Germany. This is in no specific order, by the way. Uh, Germany, so fun to have you on the podcast. Nigeria, welcome. We've got Canada, neighbors to the north. So fun to have you. I, I don't know if I've ever told you this. My daughter studied Canada this past, um, I think it was last school year. And I learned so much about Canada. I mean, you're right there. You'd think that we would know more uh, as Americans about you. And you're probably like, yeah, I wish you could know more about us. But no, I, I learned all about the provinces and where they are and the capitals and I, like what which each one is. I was just fascinated. So thanks, Canada. Uh, Japan, thank you so much for joining us. Australia, uh, welcome. My son loves, there's a bunch of YouTube people from Australia that just do these really fun things. And so my my um, son walks around talking with an Australian accent. Norway, thank you so much for joining us. Ireland, thank you, thank you. And United Kingdom, thank you so much for joining us here on the Graceful and Graceful podcast. You will hear from me next week when we continue to talk about the uh, things that kind of come before we can talk about uh, confirmation. And in looking at the things I wanted to cover in Season 3, I think next week uh, we are going to be talking about boundaries. That is like a several podcast thing, but I'm going to try to get it all in one <laughs> one podcast so we can move along through Season 3. But here's to a great week. I hope that uh, you are finding lots of things here in the podcast that are benefiting you in your online business. Uh, but most importantly, with your uh, relationship to the Lord. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.